the heart of the River Kingdoms lies an old Pathfinder Lodge, once thought lost. A lodge shrouded in secrecy and mystery, driving many to believe that its goals are not that of exploration, but of more nefarious purposes. Recently, an unknown venture captain has reopened the lodge and recruited a new group of Pathfinder agents to do its bidding. Whether their goals are to benefit the society or something much more sinister is yet to be seen. Welcome to Tales from the Black Lodge. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat Tales from the Black Lodge. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's show, we get to the final chapter in tale number one, The Flooded King's Court. We find out who lives, who dies, what they get at the end of this tale, what happens when a tale is over, and we get a little bit of lore of the Black Lodge itself. So when I first designed Tales from the Black Lodge, my goal was to make it very quick and easy to do these Pathfinder Society modules. We tried this with Starfinder Society, and there were issues with Starfinder Society that I wasn't able to really solve, but I had some more time to think about it of how to actually make these connective, and that is the Black Lodge. The Black Lodge is always going to be featured at the end of these tales as well as sometimes in the beginning of these tales. So every single tale will have a little bit of lore, a little bit of history, and a little bit more of the story of what the Black Lodge is itself. So at the end, you're going to be able to listen to our intrepid characters talking to others and you'll find out more about the Black Lodge. I'm planning on doing that throughout, and the Black Lodge does have a central story and theme to all these episodes. It's going to start off, obviously, a little slow, you find out a little bit of history, but over time it's going to get more intricate, more detailed, more complex, and we might even go on separate adventures at the Black Lodge. That's right. Now, how can you do that with Pathfinder Society characters and keep them legal? There's a very simple way. They can go on adventures, but they can't get any experience and they can't get any loot. They can just go on these adventures and they won't be able to get anything because otherwise that will break the character. So that's how you do it. And that is, well, in theory, legal. So if they do find loot, they'll have to use it right away. They can't carry it with them uh, into a second adventure. The other thing is, well, what happens if they die <laughs> in the Black Lodge? How does that work out? Well... That is fascinating because the society doesn't really account for that right now. So we could just say they just retire or they just disappear. They're never heard from again. And there you go. That's how you handle it. So we've prepared this so that we can have both society games as well as Black Lodge adventures with these characters. One thing I definitely want to mention is the end of any Pathfinder Society adventure is you have the downtime where you can buy things, sell things, and craft. And a lot of people just do this really quick because what ends up happening is that you run one of these adventures, it's been like four or five hours, everyone's exhausted, or they need to run to go somewhere else because they got another adventure starting if they're at a convention. And usually the sheets are just thrown at you with the GM signature, it's done super fast, and no one ever takes the time to do the downtime at the end of these adventures. 
One nice thing about this is that, uh, well, we have all the time in the world because we're a podcast. So we take our time, we go through exactly how these adventures end, what their options are, and they even do a little bit of crafting. So you can see exactly how the crafting system works in Pathfinder Society. And then finally, you're probably wondering, well, if you finished up tale number one, The Flooded King's Court, what happens next week? The answer is, we start tale number two. That's the best part about this. We just keep going. We actually have several tales already recorded. So we just keep going week after week. We get new tales, new chapters, new guests. We can even, if we really want, bring in new characters. That's right. The same players can actually make new characters and bring them in. We're not there yet, but we will probably experiment with that. I made this purposely as flexible as possible so they could try out lots of different things. So far, I think they really enjoy their characters and no one is itching to start a second character just yet. So right now, expect to see the same characters in future tales and new guests. So that is what you could expect next week. And finally, don't forget, those of you who are sitting home with nothing to do, if you join our Patreon for five bucks, you get these episodes early. And for $10, you can listen to us record them live. Actually, let me rephrase that. You get to watch us record them live. We have it that you can watch and listen. And we record right now, we're recording three, four times a week because everyone's home and they got nothing to do. So we are recording tons and tons of episodes. So you can just sit back and watch us record them, especially the Black Lodge ones, because we usually finish them up in like two or three sessions. So those are really easy. And of course, the, you know, the Circus Adventure, you can do that too. If you listen online, we're about a month, a month and a half ahead of the podcast. So you have a little bit of spoilers. But, you know, you'll at least uh, find out and hear where they're at. They're actually at a pretty interesting part right now in that adventure. And also, don't forget, you have about two months left to go to RPGSuperstar.com, make some monsters, and enter the contest. I'm only giving out thousands of dollars worth of prizes. You literally have nothing to lose. You just go there, do your best... At worst, you get nothing, and at best, you win something. So why not? Uh, maybe you are a secret monster designer and don't even know it. Just go to RPGSuperstar.com and you too can give it a go. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's final chapter from tale number one, The Flooded King's Court. Are you ready? Are you ready? Sure. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Mama Millicent, a human fighter. Millicent, as she's mm. walking through, she sees a small corridor to the west. That corridor actually leads to a wall that appears to be crumbling with some bricks, and she hears scratching from behind the bricks. All right, she'll call back out to everyone. Hey, I found something else moving around in here. Everyone gather up. Gather up. Round up! John Statz is playing Mr. Peepers, a halfling thief rogue. Now, you said it's behind some bricks, right? Yeah, there's like a very small hole there, and it's maybe, you know, the size of your head, and that's about it. But it looks like it's been pretty recently kind of pushed out, and it looks like these bricks are coming out from within. They're falling outward. All right. She's gonna. She's got. She's gonna go ahead and pull her maul out, and she's gonna call out to, "Hey, if uh, 
whoever you're in there is alive, stand back. And she's going to bash the wall down with her maul. Thorgrim, Holy you better crap. stand back. Hide behind hide behind somebody. Okay. I, I, I absolutely hide. Seth Lipton is playing Nix Nox, a goblin fire elementalist sorcerer. You know, she'll do is she'll sweep it low. She'll sweep it low to like knock the bottom of this wall out, hoping the whole thing will just kind of crumble down. Okay, you um you smash it, and it's gonna probably take you a good fifteen minutes because you hit it and it like resoundly bounces back in your face, and you realize, really? whoa. Yeah, this is going to take a good 15 to 20 minutes of steady smashing to get through this so you can open it up. So it's not like a five-minute thing or even a one-swing thing. Mm. But as soon as you do that, you hear a creepy male voice it says, Ah! Ah! What are you doing? What's what's going on out there? Who's there? You tell me first. I... I... I was called Mark Hantinal. Thou art living? Yeah, I'm a living soul. You? No. No, not anymore. I was I was prisoned in here, chained, and bricked up on this wall. And I, I slept and died. I, I don't remember. But I then woke up, and I broke my chains, and I searched, searched for escape. But... But then there was none, so I slept until until the ground shook, and since then I've drifted and chipped and drifted. A crack I noticed after the shaking, and this is the all. This is the hole. This is all I have, and that's what I've, so I've created. Hmm. Well, we can leave you in there. We can bring you out, but if we bring you out, we're probably gonna have to put you to your rest. So, I guess the choice is up to you. Oh, no, no. I'm I'm not bad. I wish to rest, but I was tortured. I was imprisoned here. I have information. They needed me dead. I I can hurt people with this information. All I want is to tell someone, someone who can use it, and perhaps I can rest. Nothing. Perhaps we should Negotiate. Chris Beamer is playing Thorgim the Lion, a dwarf redeemer champion. He is not a threat. We can gain information on the greater evil that's here and remove it. That has got to be the goal. The destruction of evil is always the primary goal. Hey, what was that family? That family that had that lost daughter? Oh, right. From the uh, scrap of oh, paper. Oh, right. That's, that's true. The, 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 oh, the, Yep. Steve, right, well, what did the note say? Is that the Illidar? Or? Jason McDonald is playing Nella Amberleaf, a human wild druid. Illidar? Mm-hmm. Hey, are you the you the Illidar daughter? Is that you? No. They're out a man. No, no. I have a great secret. A great secret. I can bargain with. And a strong, powerful family in Absalon, they fear my secret. Please, I beg you, free me. Guide me to the surface and I will share my secret. And then perhaps I will know peace once for all. I feel that no man, no one should have to be trapped in the sewers down underneath. If you are willing to be redeemed, 
and redeemed. Yeah, but on the other hand, should we be letting out some nasty thing that's been uh, boarded up here for Mm. for years? Yeah. No, we got this. We got. If we have to, if we have to defend against it, we got it. Perhaps, perhaps one of us who is schooled in the ways of religion should shine a light in there. And should shine a light in there, take a look at what is in there, and evaluate and, and right. lean what you can. And that maybe, is, that maybe, is, maybe we can figure out a course is, of action. Right. Mr. Peepers. Mr. Peepers rolls his religion score. Uh, just to check, he's a plus five. Okay. You look in there. That is what you see. It looks like a creature that is incredibly undead. His fingers have been gnawed and chipped away all the way to the bone. So his fingers are literally just bones at this point. However, you know you are nearly 99.999% certain that allowing Macon to reveal his secret to the world will allow his spirit to finally pass onto the boneyard as he was killed in an unjust fashion and he was brought back as undead to right the wrong brought upon him yeah so i'm going to with my religion role can i t- t- detect alignment oh and did a real why don't you just let him tell the secret are are you dr sam beckett by any chance never mind never mind <laughs> <laughs> thou art not no no sam beckett Ask well, him the secret. Ask him to tell the secret. I'm, I'm going to take notes. Why don't if you, why don't you tell us the secret? I'm an officer of the law. I'm a retired harbor guard, and I can witness on your behalf. Uh, I'm going to try to roll a legal lore in order to uh, understand how this works to make sure I'm doing it right and convince this creature. You try to convince him, and you try to explain to him that you have power in the government and you being told the secret should be enough to free him. And he says, okay, this is my secret, but I will tell you and just you, but I have a feeling I need my secret to get out. It needs to spread and be told to all so that my injustice is brought forth to the family that killed me. And only then I can be brought free. But I will tell you. But you must promise to free me. How can we? Uh, I, I absolutely promise to. We how will can free, we free you. him. Like how we does are, uh, he want to you... be free? How does that work? He's how a hawk, and we have to do his. Yeah, thing. It's, it's like soul is bound here. Is what I'm getting is his soul. His soul is bound here because he was unjustly killed, and so he has to reveal the reveal his murderer, and that uh, like and and that will uh, let his soul go to the great beyond. Um, that's what I'm getting. Or alternatively, uh, he is a fucking evil cultist, and he needs to spread the the ring curse. Yeah, exactly. to one of us, and it's gonna yeah, be done. so it's one that's or the what other. I'm no, that's no, what no, I'm he, thinking. No, 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 no. He 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 need, We need to do his uh, bidding, and then he'll be freed. He is a haunt and undead. I know from these things. Trust me. Uh, so, so one, one thing we should do so is uh, one, one thing we should we should do is show show him the uh, the the cat. Show him the um, that little cat amulet from the from from the treasure chest, and uh, say like you know like like does your secret relate to this? Because I can try to prompt him 
that while they're doing that, that part, part of that part of that that kidnapping plot or whatever like while they're doing that i'm searching that. this thing to the south you can't get in there yeah yeah There's, you're just looking through a hole no no you're looking through a hole there's a little hole there none of you can get into that room so you, this is all oh, going I see, through a I very see, small uh, Mr. hole. Peepers is inside there. Well, yeah, well you're not Mr. Peepers is is, is a master of stealth. You understand? Uh, you understand? Uh -huh. he, he None of you can get in there. The hole is the size of uh, a head. Oh uh, no, no, no! Like, can I identify actually... this as a haunt? Can I roll my religion? It's plus five. Sure, I will do that in a second. I, I feel this is a haunt. It's not a haunt. It's just you believe that, again, you are 100% sure that if he is able to right this wrong that was brought upon him, that he will be free. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, it. that's it then. Let's All right. So I, I want to show, I wanna show him the, the cat sculpture that we got from the other treasure and uh, say, huh? like, does your secret have to do with this? Meow. Meow. He looks at it and he says, thou art not know what that is. All right. Oh, okay. So it's not that. All right. So tell us much, much greater. Now. Now listen, we're part of an organization uh, called Pathfinders, and we release a magazine every once in a while called Chronicles, uh, where we release uh, all this news. So, so we're going to gather this information from you uh, and write it down. Someone write this down, and we're yeah, going to write it down. All right, and then we're we're going to publish it so the world will know. So you tell us, and we'll tell everyone what you told us. Tell us your secret. We will publish it. So, uh, would you like me to make a diplomacy check? Or you can make one for me. I, I, I wrote it. I, I did it. Okay. He says, Okay, thou art seem to be trustworthy. Nice. <sighs> nice. He walks over and sits down next to Millicent and wants her to uh, come by and listen. I'm, Sit down oh, and listen. I'm sorry, we're being rude. Can, can someone go grab some of the fingers or something off those zombies and like push it through the hole here so our guests can have a little something to eat? Ew. No, no, no. No, all right, all right. No, thou no. art not my way. I have the hunger, it is true. But discipline I have learned. Yes, discipline. Hunger is nothing to me now. I no longer hunger for flesh. Oh, all I hunger for is truth and for my secret to be told so i may be free i do not do that anymore all right so i'm ready i got my shorthand all right. already all right i'm, I'm ready annoyed? i'm ready to hear what no, you've no, got to say no there's you no can't go, there's no going in there's only talking yeah. through the crack on the wall thorgrim can spend 15 minutes breaking down the wall do you want to do that or do you want to talk no no talk to let's hear the story shut up thorgrim Flexes his muscles. Like, yeah, right. like Arnold. <laughs> ah, so good. He says, When I was alive, I was an accountant and bookkeeper for House Candrin of Absalon. And at the time, House Candrin was rather unimportant, if a moderately wealthy part of nobility in the city. They owned many shipping concerns and dealt in sea trade throughout the inner sea. Although the heavy taxes and fees levied upon them made it difficult for them to build their successes very easily. But then suddenly, in what seemed like an overnight transformation, the family's fortunes changed for the better and their wealth began to grow steadily. 
way steadily beyond any predictions I had made. I tried to explain this to the patriarch of the family, but he just dismissed me and said fortunes were good. But being the diligent and dedicated worker I was, I began to dig deeper to find the reasons for the improvements. And I found that they ceased in paying taxes or fees to the city or any government in the region. I was certain this was a mistake. How could this be? But my questions were ignored or lost or met with strange responses that made no sense. I knew I had a mystery to solve. So it became an obsession of mine. I had to find out what was going on. And after digging deep and learning more, I learned that the head of the Kandrin family had, through great expense and trouble, found a wizard willing to cast a wish spell to guarantee freedom from taxation and fees forever. Eventually, the family noticed my curiosity. And while the family was sure the power of the wish spell would keep their money safe, they were worried about their reputation and what I learned. So one night, they kidnapped me and brought me down into the tombs of the living, where they walled me up and chained me and left me to die. I obviously later arose as this undead monstrosity, barely understanding what occurred to me. I broke my chains, but then fell fast asleep again, but then woke up again to rumbling and shaking of the ground. And as the years wore on, I noticed a crack on the wall. And since then, I've tried to slowly free myself and push these stones out so I can get up, out, and tell everyone in Absalon my secret. And maybe I can bring family conjuring down and I can be free. Wow. That's a lot of exposition. So eternal torment for tax evasion, huh? Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> uh, it does sucks. We will do our best. And I, now I've had the good pleasure of meeting good Miss Haldane one time, and and she seemed to write. She she's the the lady of House Candor in these days, you see, and she seemed right nice. Uh, I think she would. Uh, I don't know. I I think she would be uh, surprised to hear about this history and want to set it right. So I, I, I'm, I think I'm feeling pretty good about your odds here. So we're definitely going to go and we're going to publish what you said because uh, this is important stuff and uh, we'll make sure it gets to the proper authorities. I, I, have, a, I have a couple of questions before we go, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what's your name? What's, what's this guy's name? Macron Tinal. Macron. Uh, you were imprisoned in a passage connected to a vile temple of the evil god Dagon. Do you know anything of that? Yes, the tombs of the living, they called it back then, where there's rumors of horrible monstrosities and dark worship to the demon devil Dagon. It's been rumored throughout the city when I was alive. Obviously, those rumors were true, as they obviously 
at the house, Kandran had deep, dark connections to a greater evil. All right, so that that's okay. So there you go. That's it's not just we're not just talking about tax evasion. These guys, the, the house Kandran are cultists. They're Dagon cultists. Millicent knows that Goodman Hungren of the house Kandran is a member of the Grand Council of Absalon and the first harbor master. If this gets out, this will destroy his reputation. And this is like, this is a big deal. Like what he just told you is no joke. Mm. All right, the then. First harbor master. I know, harbor master, worshiper of Dagon. That fits. Evil sea god that he is. Uh, is okay, he so, walled up in here, though? Is he, is he actually okay, so, a worshiper? So he's the, not a collaborator. Uh, no, but here's the thing: the the, testi the testimony, the testimony of a crazed ghoul, the, the testimony of a crazed ghoul. How is that going to hold up in court? Do you have any other proof? He says, "I have no proof, other than my word. I have no idea how long I've been here. I did have notes. I did have books. I have no idea what happened to them." All right. In the name of good and all that is right. I do not care for the law. It means nothing to me. But I care about good and evil. Where can we find these cultists? We are here now. We have not explored this whole area. We need to know if there are any more. We have destroyed the undead monstrosities and the undead servant to the northwest in the main chamber. Are there any more undead that we need to cleanse this area? I'm sorry, good sir. Thou not know any others. I've been in here for aeons. All right. I try to question him a little bit more about uh, about his records and his books to find out if it's actually something that might be retrievable or if that's just lost to history. The only thing we have is his testimony. So which is it? You do a check and you, by talking to him and just understanding what he's describing, is that he's been down here for about 500 years. Ah! Uh, just uh, just like if, if what he says is true and they've been under a perpetual wish saving them from taxes and, and like a, any kind of investigation of that should show it up just like he found it uh, like the that should the, the, the that should be find outable so maybe no, not we... really no if it's if you wish someone the whole point is is that no one ever looks into it because that was the whole point and in fact he you actually know that's not true is that the wish, if it was properly worded, was that no one will ever know this. Well, well, that well, they just, he, he, he did. They must have made a loophole, and the loophole was that they were able to find out through a very specific means, but no one from that point in the last 500 years, this house has become one of the most powerful houses in Absalom. Oh, well, if it, if it looks like we have enough to take to our superiors in the Pathfinder Society and let them take it from here, then I'm satisfied. But like if there's... No. If there's something it's else, not we, enough. If there's something else, we have more than enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. Good. All right. Good. So, 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 like, does he crumble to dust? Do we have to kill him? What do we do now? It's up to yes. you. I mean, he has to be taken, and you can either leave him here, and hopefully, by telling this information, no. and the house getting their just desserts, he will be freed. You can. Yeah, kill no, him. we must bring him you, with us. He must yeah, send trial of sorts. Yeah, or you can bring him with you. Yeah, whatever you want. I, I don't want to be bring a ghoul with him. Well, like we should just leave him. We should just leave him in a cell here. No, 
and and report back and find out what the and like get some get some uh, uh, direction from our superiors. No, 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 no. We're here now. We cannot coming back. I don't want to come back to this godforsaken place. It's horrific already. No, we're we're we don't, we're not going to come back. Here's the thing: if if no. he knows and he can tell us because of the loophole, can we tell other people? Maybe not. Maybe they won't believe us. Maybe they'll only believe yeah, him because like, of the loophole. I, I mean, I'm, it, might, it might be like metagaming. It might be out of the scope of this adventure, but uh, uh, but just like narratively, you, you don't fucking kill the witness, dude. Like like if this guy's got uh, this guy's got important information of su- of such import, like he's like he like I don't I don't know if we're in a position no, no. to to take him right. into custody. No, we bring him with us. Yes. I don't know if we're in a position to take him in the custody. Yeah, we're, no, we're, we're, we're going to have yeah, a bull running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 yes, we do. And I want to search this room because I see nonsense in this room, and I want to make sure it's cleansed. Yes, we must make sure this room is clean. And uh, all right, I'm, all right. I'm working. I'm working all on right, the make, door. All right, all right. Make make this deal with me. Leave him here for now. Search the rest of this map. Search the rest of this dungeon. He'll still be there when we get back, and we'll get him on the way out. I I. Yes, I agree. But I think we've done that, though. Looking at the map. I don't know. It looks like there's stuff south. You have a little bit left. You have a little bit left. Just oh, yeah, Okay, left. good, good. Let's do it. All right. Agreed. All right. So we'll spend the next Mixed 10 enough. minutes yeah, searching the dungeon while you take the wall down, and then we'll take this person out. Do I have to actually smash this wall down? Is that what I have to do? Yeah. 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 You have to spend right. 15 to 20, 30 minutes. Depending on what I actually have like tools. I have crowbars and stuff. I then the crowbar oh, will cool. take fifteen minutes, and if you didn't have yeah. proper tools, it could take like up to an hour. The rest yes. of you. So, so let's let's see those other rooms. Plenty of time. Yeah. Plenty of time to do that. But like you guys definitely want me in a fight, but I guess you don't care. Okay. Um. Meanwhile, in this room over here, you find bits of saturated parchment, fragments of wood, and other debris floating on the surface. Two foot deep water in the room. Small niches are carved up and down the walls. Each space only a few inches square, but nearly a foot deep. The niches to the north are mostly destroyed by partial collapse of the surrounding wall, and a deep crack runs at an angle across it. To the east, you see a statue of a hippocampus rearing up, and its eyes rolled back as if in pain. A trident made of corroded metal protrudes from a wound on its side. Besides the statue on the wall are carved the words Ex Prothex. Trident. Alright, so we apply our skills and we evaluate that to see if there's information. You know that Ex Prothex is the city's motto for Absalon and it means first among equals and the hippocampus is one of the mascots of Absalon. So this is obviously evil as you have the symbol of Absalon with a huge trident killing it. Yeah, I don't like this uh, at all. I love trident stuff. Alright, is that does it look like it that we, we've explored all the rooms? Does it look like there's any more room stuff to explore? Well, while you're doing that, you notice um, a airtight bone scroll tube bobbing in the water. That's good to notice. Well, let's fish that right out of there. Okay, you fish it out, and that is what you have. A so, message in a bottle. I, 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 I examine its auras, I read it, I arcane it, I do it. We're greyhawking now, I'm greyhawking. You open it up, yep. and inside is a deed to the playhouse. 
and some of the surrounding neighborhood. Oh, that's awesome. And it's uh, like, oh, and uh, uh, use your legal knowledge to, to ensure its validities. Millicent? Does she have legal knowledge? So she's uh, I got legal lore. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's awesome. You look at this and you are totally unsure because this thing is ancient and it's been here mm. for a long time. And you're like, I don't know. I mean, maybe uh, I. You might want to go to uh a can i can lawyer. i spend my hero point to yes. take another look at sure. it sure you can take right, another cool. look at it to maybe think maybe you're like wait wait <laughs> let me let me try that again <laughs> i'm just gonna just just be quiet just let just be quiet for a minute let me read over this all right you um you, you think you, you you think that can't be right you, you're like hold on wait 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 let me look this over now it's obviously written in an ancient tongue and it's a little hard to understand but after reading it more carefully you understand that this document in and above itself does not grant rights to the property, but it can be used to make a very strong case for the ownership to the goblins, given there's no owner to this property. Yeah. Mm. And this is like, this is great. Like to whoever owned it, if you want to give this to the goblins, this would be awesome. They would All right. So, so we could, so we could use, right. So we could use that to allow with the goblins and, and satisfy our mission to make friends with the goblins. I like that. But they're goblins and no present company excluded. Yeah, I know. I'm actually I'm actually more elemental, to be honest. But no, well, you say that, but I'm like, yeah, you're a goblin. Regardless, that's our mission, right? Our mission was to make friends with the goblins and help make friends with the goblins. We need this. That's well, we are really gonna be friends with the goblins after tonight. But yes, yeah, that's our mission. Yeah, we have more missions. That's literally what we were assigned to do. That's literally what we were assigned to do. We have a right, we so have a I, door. While we're thinking about it, like while we're talking about it, I actually figured out how we can get this guy out of here in a way that kind of makes sense. Uh, oh, yeah, I got the hat. We put the hat on him. Uh, use that to illusionate him to make him uh, to make look look like he's human. We could take we could and we and our cover story is he's a smuggler we found in the sewers. That's a great idea. I love that. And, 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 cool, uh, yeah. And, yeah, and then we use I like that, that idea. Right, That's and good. then we use get that him back to, to get, the Grand Lodge to, to get him back to the Grand Lodge, and then the, then let them handle it and whatever. Perfect. Yes, very good. We have to assess to get through this door, which we're working on right now. Okay, you spend fifteen minutes. You smash through the door. And you open it up. You've Greyhawk this place. There's nothing left that's worth value. And he steps back and he bows his head and he says, thank you. Thank you. And he seems completely subservient to you. It does not attack or anything. All right. We're going to get you out of here and we're going to, we're going to make sure you have uh, you rest in peace. I'm feeling we're done. I'm feeling we like we, we like we should tie this guy up. Yes. You never know. Yeah, yeah. And like and and we make our way to the exit and hopefully don't get a last encounter with those brigands. You no, know I, I I I don't. I I trust. I, you know, I trust in my own power that I'm going to be hubris and not tie him up. Let him walk in. Okay, that's right. No, all right. I'm, I'm fine with that too. I'm fine with that too. Uh, but but do you think that's it? Is that sounding right? Is that sounding like we uh, need now? Uh, uh, Describe to me yeah. how you are disguising him exactly. So we're using the magic of the hat of disguise to disguise him as a human. Uh, I mean, only when we get out into like the public. But like right, right now, actually, what happened to those um, guys? We did, 
We didn't run. Where are those guys? Those mercenaries. Yeah, we might. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That's just it. We might run run into him on the way back out. But so let's try that though. But and who cares I, what he looks like? So like we, um, I think we don't do the uh, disguise on him until we actually have to. Like until the last minute. Smull sure, him, smull him out to pass the goblins or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. It was like yeah, it was like five minutes with the goblins. Here's your deed. We're friends. You own you own the place. We're gonna sort it out with the authorities right. and we get out. And we get we go report back, back yes. to base. Yes. Debrief. How's that sound? That sounds great. So we do that. Okay, so you go back to the boat. You bring him. You did not disguise him yet. You, you're just bringing him out. Yeah. No, no, no. We're, no, before we leave He's the, wearing the, the, the underworld, we disguise him. Before, before, before we oh, okay, run into it. anyone yes. who might be a witness, we disguise him. You take the boat. You have no problem. And you can actually see that the water is definitely rising because you've been down here for a while, a couple of hours. And it's definitely uh, starting to uh, rise up. <laughs> you go through the you know, sewers. You don't see the other people. You see the crocodile's gone. And then you climb up the stairs, go into the court with your ghoul friend. And sure enough, you see the other four mercenaries standing around the dead crocodile talking to the king. Nice. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, ah, there you are. I wondered if you were killed or eaten or destroyed. It looks like these fellows managed to find and kill the beast. <laughs> I, uh, Thorgrim, a belly laugh from the gut. He laughs like a crazy man. Ha 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 ha. These are False. We killed that long ago. We have proof. And I say, knocks. right? And I say it is, it is. It is of no matter. We have found. We have found and secured for for you a much greater prize. And I hand. It's like whoever has the deed, or I hand the deed to Millicent, because Millicent, you should probably be the one to present it because you have the legal knowledge, right, and the authority. So yeah, basically the angle is alligator schmalligator. Here's what you really want. So Millicent presents it to the Goblin King. He seems confused at first, but to your surprise, he opens it and seems to know how to read, and he's looking at it, and then his eyes light up, and he's like, <gasps> and Millicent explains to him that it's like the deed, you know, to this place, and that he would be able to legally own it, and even some of the area around it, and suddenly... He is ecstatic, and he cries out, You be heroes! You be heroes! You yes. be heroes! And the entire place and all the goblins are all chanting in unison, You be heroes! You be heroes! To, like, everyone is chanting that to you. And they're all standing and throwing garbage and lighting things on fire. They're having a big old party. After after you presenting that to them, right, and Thorgrim walks up to the band of five over here, and says, "I think this is your cue to leave. Get the hell out of here." Nice, nice. So the the three of them, sorry, the four of them, they uh, they say, "But but we we killed the beast. We killed the beast." And meanwhile, we be heroes. They seem to be completely ignoring them 
at this point. I, I will I will absolutely shoot them an, an intimidating gaze, and I think you should listen to him. I'll, I'll absolutely kind of give him a little bit of give him a little bit of an sure. intimidation, demoralization, kicking the ass out the door. Sure, sure. <laughs> they're they're like they they're like they're totally uh, despondent about that. They seem a little curious about this person with you, but eh. They're goblins. They've seen one human. They've seen them all, so they don't really care too much. So you think your work here is done? You should go back to the Grand did, Lodge. Do these guys totally, leave? Yeah. Though did they leave? Yeah, they yeah. just sort of they just sort of leave and yeah, yeah, because I don't like them with their with their with their head with their with their yeah. tail between their legs with their heads hanging low. Yeah, and if if we see you around these parts at all again. Uh... I, I got friends in high places, you know what I'm saying? There's gonna be a problem, yes. And I say, if I um, see if I see you on the street, your ass is done. I don't need your opinion. Next knock, next knock, just to uh, hammer the final nail in their coffin and give us the righteous glory of our kill. Show him the trophies that you collected of the alligator before they killed it. Oh, you are so right. All right, so yes, go to the king, and I say, oh, huh, it seems that those mighty heroes that ki- that supposedly killed this alligator did so after we, I, we took his tooth and his eye. Ha, 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 they lied. They, they look at that, and as the heroes are slunking out, he starts booing the, 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 the other heroes. He starts going, boo, boo, and like giving raspberries, and everyone starts throwing garbage at the heroes yeah. as they as they like sulk I, I out totally and they like run out of the theater as they're getting pelted with garbage and worse. <laughs> awesome. And then meanwhile they're all chanting we be heroes to you. And you take your bow and yes. he seems to be very happy between the fact that you killed the beast and delivered a deed to this place. And you go back. You go back to the Grand Lodge. And turn our ghoul buddy over to the, to uh, their custody sure and explain the situation. Drangle Drang is there himself, and he's listening intently to your story, and he nods eagerly at all the details, and when he sees the undead prisoner, he is fascinated and says, oh, I have so much I can ask you, especially from such a time long ago. 500 years, I estimate, that you were alive. Oh, I fly on the wall. Someone who knows the history, who lived it. That would be so fascinating. What a find for the Pathfinders. What a find. But of course, of course, we'll get your story out and free you. Free you. We'll much more important than to know about history. Amazing. Amazing, I tell you. And Drang assures you that he will find a place for Marcon to safely tell his story. And he will help the ghoul evade detection until then. He's many, many questions and is eager to debrief the ghoul and to find out as much as he can before he's freed. That's good enough for me. That's awesome. And with that, you've successfully performed an important service for the Crooked Toes. They now have a route to legal ownership of the playhouse. You now were able to discover a 
ancient place beneath the city where horrible evil was occurred, where living prisoners were entombed. And Drang said he's heard of such things and rumors of ancient places, but didn't ever have direct evidence until now. And this one adventure of yours managed to uncover so much information. He is stunned and looks at you all and says, Ah, truly you are members of the Black Lodge for discovering so much in such little time. I knew to entrust this with you. We will be in touch with you again soon for an even more dangerous adventure. I give almost all the credit to Mr. Peepers. <laughs> as well you should. As well you should. As well you should. That was awesome. Did, did we get, did we get ach- achievement unlocked? All goals achieved? Yes, you actually yeah, got much, all goals much. achieved. You managed right across the, the primary tank. objectives. You did the secondary objectives, which was bringing Marcone out and bringing him to Dengeldran. So you get you get two fame and two reputation for successfully getting the deed to the playhouse and then defending and killing all the evil creatures. The secondary objective was to get Marcone and his story out so he could be freed. Nice. And also you protected the reputation of the Pathfinder Society and the Vigilant yes. Seal while navigating a complex and difficult situation. And you convinced Zuzgut to let him pass by hiding his presence. And you gained two reputation with the Vigilant Seal faction as well. Nice. And nice. all those Fantastic. treasure bundles equals 14 gold for all of you. Yay! Oh, hell yeah. Nice. So you successfully helped out the goblins. You did everything you needed to do. You got tons of gold, all 14 gold. And you got some reputation and some other cool things. So now we get to do the funnest part of Pathfinder Society that everyone loves and can't wait to do. And that's downtime. Yay, downtime. Woohoo. Woohoo. All right, no one likes downtime. Anyhow, I, I don't even know what it is, so I'm ready for it. I like it. Downtime Until is real. Otherwise, I like it. Downtime is real simple. Everyone has eight days, except for Seth, who has 12 because he's weird. And during those ah. eight days, you can do things like buy stuff or sell stuff or earn income. And, well, I think that's kind of it. I think that's all you can really you can craft. You can yeah, craft, there's only like right? two oh, pages devoted to downtime in the, in the, in the, uh... Craft, crafting is basically buying and selling through different, basically, so. it's basically <laughs> buying and selling it's, through it's, different it's, it's like a hybrid mm-hmm. of buying things and earning income. <laughs> Interesting. Well, what, what can we sell though? What's that? Well, you didn't really buy like i mean if you bought stuff i mean if you if you have equipment that you don't want anymore you can sell it oh, can but this is it. also okay. when you can buy things so at the end of this adventure everyone got 10 treasure bundles and at level one each treasure bundle is worth 1.4 gold pieces so you each get 14 gold so now you're rich Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. you also have the ability to buy a jade cat which is a level two item at six gold pieces 
or a pendant of the occult, which is a level three item at 60 gold pieces, which means none of you are buying that because none of you have 60 gold pieces. And that's something else. You get items, you'll often get items cheaper that you can buy them for normally. So anything you usually find in the adventure will then be available to you to buy later. You can buy whenever you want, and it's usually at a cheaper value. So with that, let's kick it off with the one person who probably knows what she's doing, and that's Vanessa, because she is an expert at this stuff. So what, what do you want to do, Millicent? Uh, Mama Millicent uh, really only has one good option for herself, and that is to earn income. Uh, the good skills I have for that are either legal lore or welfare lore. Uh, and considering that we just helped all of these uh, little goblins obtain a deed, they're going to want to register with that with the city. They're going to want to make sure that they have like an accountant to help with their property taxes. And though Mama Millicent doesn't know all this stuff, she's worked as a guard in the docks and around the city for long enough that she kind of knows the offices they need to go to. So she's going to use her legal lore to help them out and make sure they get stuff registered in the right places. Cool. And to earn income... It's one roll for the amount of days. So you, you can split mm -hmm. it up if you wanted to do crafting for eight days and then earn income for four days. Sorry, if you want to do crafting for four days and then earn income for four days, you could. But in this case, you're just going to earn income for eight days and then you do right. one roll and that's it. And that's it. And then it counts for the whole thing. So let me go ahead and do my roll here. Rolls a 17. So the DC for earning income is a 14 which means that she was mm -hmm. successful at helping these goblins set up the legal entity known as Goblin Inc., or whatever they're going to be called. <laughs> and you earn five copper pieces a day. That's right, a whopping five copper pieces a day. So that is four silver. Four silver! Don't spend it all in one place. And you know, that's not a terrible amount for basically just giving, like, bullshit legal advice of like hey i'm just gonna i'm just gonna tell you which offices to go to and make sure that they don't kill you on site because it's like oh no they're not used to you know seeing goblins running around the city or something so uh you know it's, it's not bad it's fine i'll i'll buy a good i'll buy a good uh a good meal you could buy me a beer how about that there you go so who wants to go next does anyone want to buy anything or sell anything now you could also buy and sell things in between the game like in the game you can buy and sell stuff too um so just keep that in mind but quite frankly it's either going to be crafting or earn income and that's it mr peepers will go next his is pretty simple unless of course he gets caught then it's a lot less okay. simple right. he is going to be thieving thieving <laughs> oh, is that a thing? Are you allowed to do that? That's awesome. I don't that's, know. I don't know. I, that's his only weird. option, actually. That's 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 the only thing he has. That's 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 perfect for him. He's a thief. That's his uh, profession. Thieving. You mean like a pickpocket? Pick uh, well, it doesn't get that to granularity of type of what I'm doing. I mean, it's it's a very generic. The artful dodger. Pick a pocket or two. Let's look that up real quick. I'm just curious. It's a skill. It's not a very legal skill. It yeah, it's uh, totally a skill. No, it's absolutely not. I think they even used it as an example. I forget, unless I read that example online somewhere. I think it's awesome. <laughs> even though I'm very good and I don't, well, I don't really steal from Well, you can also use your lore. Uh, any lures that you have can also be used. That's what most people use as their lore. Let's see. Use one of your skills to make money during a task lever. 
Let's see. Task level, blah, blah, blah. All right. We'll say you use your thieving skills, but not in a nefarious way. You are nothing more than a very broken down eBay where you're going down uh, the streets, finding items, buying them, and then trying to resell them to other people using your thieving ways to to maybe slip a price to make it a little bit lower, maybe you smudge right. a number here and there, you know, things like that. To... Basically what half the characters in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels are doing for a living. There you go. All right, so um, is this movie. a D20 roll? I believe it is. Uh, well, unless... it's, your thieving, it's your thievery check and okay, with the D20. So. All right, survey says thievery with a plus seven. Rolls Whoa, a 21. 21. Very good. Not quite. If you get a critical success, really good things happen. But you do not. You go around, and sure enough, you buy and sell stuff. And uh, eight days of finagling get you four copper. Woohoo! Wait, what? Copper. Wait, what? <laughs> four silver. Four silver. I meant four silver. Sorry. Four silver for Mr. Peepers. Good job, Mr. Peepers. Uh, I think it does more though. But okay. It's it's a chart. I, I okay. Have no, I have no right. power over this chart. So right. who's next? <laughs> um, I'd be willing to go next. Uh, I don't need to buy or sell anything. I don't think. So Nella is going to use. They're the same plus. So you can decide whether it's nature or survival. But she's gonna like you know lead hunting parties and stuff and kind of do scouting type stuff for hunting parties for a few days so okay sounds sounds fun she's uh a safari if you will yeah just you know food gathering and boring stuff works too but sure safari elephants <laughs> big game Oh no, no, she, no she's not. <laughs> she gets lost. You roll a nine. So you actually do get some money. You fail. If you fail, you get a whopping one copper a day. <laughs> Nella gets a very stirred performance review. <laughs> wow. So Nella gets you found, a you found a couple of wharf rats. <laughs> Yeah, let's go hunting exactly. for a lion. We found a rat. You're like, hey, we're gonna go. We're gonna go see some elephants. Uh, little does she know, there's no elephants in this part of the world. Okay, let's go see some cheetahs. No cheetahs. Lions. No lions. Bears. No there's, bears. No, wait, there's, a, there's, a, there's a hydra over here. Oh wait, no, it's a giant ant. And it's not even that big. You just furiously try to tape some dragon scales to a regular dog. <laughs> no, it's a dragon. Honest. Okay, you got eight copper pieces for a week of hard work. Good job. Oh, I'm just taking that right to the bar and drinking it away, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> What's the uh, ratio of copper pieces to silver? Is it 10 to 1? 10, 10 to okay. 10 to 10. 10 coppers, okay. 1 silver. 10 silvers, right. 1 gold. So he has a whopping 8 copper. It's so few, he can't even turn it into silver. Who's next? Uh, that that might have to be me, uh, Thorgrim. Stop, uh, Thorgrim is going to uh, take this time to rest and to in, enlighten the populace of the benefits of worshiping Iomide. And he's going to start a little impromptu little church. Little the, the faithful can come in out of the rain. 
and he will use his religion skill to have a tithe. Only yes, ten. he's going around asking for alms for the poor, and the poor is him. Is that it? Well, it's a tithe for the church, you know. Tithe for the church, and I represent the church, right? Got it. Exactly, of course. All right, so that is a roll. That is a roll. Let's see that roll. All right, hold, please. Oh, 23! Oh, Lord! Wow, the word is out. It's only a plus five. Wow, if you had something better, you could have got it. I know. I'm going to set some most I got. I mean, I could do athletics. Almost critted. Too late. You crit. Almost critted. You missed crit by one. But you do a good job. You go around. People love to hear what you have to say. What would a crit do? What Like, does it double A crit does. No. It goes to the next. There's a chart. If you do a crit... You earn two silver a day instead of five copper a day. So a crit is significant. <laughs> so you earn five copper a day, which means you get four silver pieces for your hard work. All right. The rest goes to the church. So this is page 236 is this chart, the income chart. Is that what we're looking at? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Seth is up last, and Seth, he's got 12 days. Ooh, 12. What's he going to do with 12 days? Yeah, so I figured, well, there's a couple things we, there's a couple things we can do. One is I could just make something just to find out, and you know, just to go, just to work through how crafting works. Uh, alternately, if you don't want to feel like dealing with it right now, I could just use one of my skills to make some money and then worry about it later. I mean, if you want to, if you want to, uh, craft it's actually very easy crafting is just a roll so you just tell me what you want to craft i have all your stuff in here and we'll figure it out it's not that hard if you want to try it i want to add was it 14 gold i get no you have to roll we don't know oh 14 no, no yeah 14 from the whatever from the whatever from the adventure right. yeah 14 gold from the adventure what would you might want to try to craft so i can look up how that works that's a very good question because uh it has to be something that simply being trained and crafted would be enough um, so it's not going to be anything wacky. Like it's not going to be an alchemical item, or right? because you need feats for those, right? Like what's the, like what what are, what are the things you don't need feats for? Uh, well, what are the crafting you can... book. Do you have a crafting book? Uh, that I believe I actually bought. Here, hold on a second. Let me see here. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. You have the formulas for all common items. Yeah, and that and that's for that specific skill, or is it depending on the on the on the it's just like the blacksmithing now the book is it'll give you everything that's like common which is basically like a level zero or common item you could also disassemble anything for 10 percent of its price to get the formula oh that's cool so like i have um blacksmithing like can i repair my shield in my downtime that's assumed you do that automatically okay and then blacksmithing would give you specific bonuses for specific items i forget how that works exactly i gotta look that up but. all right so refresh my memory because i'm not even on screen where i can see anything anymore uh check out my equipment I, I think i have a crafting book you do okay so let's fucking make something why not let's make something yeah yeah make something for me all right so well well i can't do that right because we can't trade nope. equipment like that That's right I, I am forced to make something for me well you can make it for all you right. and then trade it to him during the adventure and then you just get it back at the end Right. All right. So, GM, what are my options with my basic book and no form? I'm gonna have to get a formula, right? Like, what what can I make? Anything. What common. can I make? Anything common. Anything classified as common. 
Yeah, anything that's classified as common. All right, level zero common items. Let's look at my. Not even level one common item, dude. You can make a toothpick. (laughs) You can make a wooden Uh... or. Um, a wooden spoon, I think. Yeah, wooden yeah. spoon. Yep. You have spoon. all level Standard zero common spoon. items. Okay. You can make a you can make a, a wooden door jam. <laughs> I like to make something a little interesting. An so ashtray. You can use it. You can make an ashtray. That's awesome. You can make kindling, like from bark, maybe. All right. So, can I make? It's basically uh... gonna be potions. That's what you're, I mean, you're not making me a dagger. Like, I, that's, that's, I, I can't, but I can't make potions, but, right? Potions because you make four at a time, and you can't even afford them because you don't. Uh, make... But I can't make them because I don't have the right. Because you need feats or something for that, right? Oh yeah, you got to be a wizard. Oh wow! All right, potions yeah, I, are I definitely don't know what I'm talking about here. Yeah, you don't know what I, you're talking about. I thought they about. would be common items. No, potions magic. Dude. I think that's there's a feat you have to take for craft alchemical items, and then you can. Do oh it. my god! Oh wow! So by yeah. common, you mean like. Oh, yeah, on the list of common crappy items, like a torch. You're, you you're talking torch. like doorstops and ashtrays. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. wow. <laughs> he, he maybe make a flint and steel, maybe. Wow. Yeah, make flint and steel for all. Just give me a second. Let's see if I can find all right, it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I know what I'm going to do. So uh, can I make artisan's tools? Hells no, I don't think. I don't think I have the money Artisans for it. Tools, well, maybe. I don't know. They are worth... They're common. They're level zero. Right. And right. four gold pieces. So you can make them. Right. Okay. So... I'm, 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 right, exactly. So, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to craft so I can craft, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my own set of tools that will allow me to... Uh, that, that allow me to craft something that I'm going to want to make in the future. Make more and, tools. And then I'll save them. Exactly. But is it yours to keep, or you lose it after this? Event? So, um, uh, so they're tools for what? They're tools for. Uh, eventually, I'm going to want to make magic items. So, and you're supposed to designate artisans' tools as to what type of thing that you need them for, right? And uh, like, and so I'm gonna, I'm going to make a set of artisans' tools that when I get the feat, I'll be able to make magic items. How's that? Let's see. Here we go. You need these tools to create items from raw materials with the craft skill. So you don't have artisan's tools to begin with? Right, right, right. So I want to I use crafting to make, make my tool sets. So I'll actually be able to make things in the future. Interesting. Let's see if you needed that to begin with. Oh, wow. It's a chicken and the egg thing. You actually need those tools to make those tools. But maybe, but but however, an element of this is like so. I'm in the Black Lodge, right? So maybe I could use the resources of the Black Lodge. You're not actually that, in the Black Lodge right now, but um, oh, we're not. Because uh, I know, because I, I do, I do recall from the example that, like, say, oh, I think it was from the video, like, say, 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 I want to forge a breastplate. Like, if I could get access to somebody's forge, then you know, you could you could say that, oh, now like that that that's the that's the set of tools you need. You see what I'm saying? So, so, if, so, if, if, like, if we're in, so, but we're not in the Black Lodge. But if we were in the Black Lodge, I could be like, it could be somewhere where I get, I could get the basic, the, the base, uh, uh, tools that I need in order to be able to make the thing, and then, uh, like, and then this thing would allow me to make it wherever I am. So I'm seeing here, all you need is you make an item from raw materials. You need alchemical crafting to make alchemical items, and magical crafting to create magic items, and then snare crafting to create snares. You must meet the following requirements. The item is your level or lower. Okay. Uh, let's see. You have the formula, which you do. 
You have the appropriate set of tools and a workshop. For example, you need access to a smithy to forge a metal shield. You must supply raw materials worth half the item's price. And you must spend four days. So, fascinating. I think Black Lodge should have that, no? You're not in the Black, yeah, that's what's... Not the Black Lodge. You're not in the Black Lodge. You're yeah, actually in... Yeah, you're where actually... are we? You are... You're currently still in the... So after the end, you stayed in Absalom, and you're in the that's Grand true. Lodge. Absolutely. You're in the Grand Lodge. So I'll, oh, so the grand say, I'll say you have it. I'm not sure, but we'll say okay for now. So, because this is also for fun. So, artisan's tools, sure, we can say you make it. And you will have to roll. Well, you have a plus five on your crafting, and we guess we're going to find out what happens after four days. That's interesting, because, I mean, right, that's worth so, a lot of money, too, right? That, that, that thing so, he's making. So if, I, so, if I remember correctly... Okay, so so let me let me get straight what I'm doing here. Uh, I go and I talk to the grand. I'm going to role play a little bit. I'm going to so I go. I'm in the Grand Lodge in Absalom, and I I make acquaintance with uh, one of the with one of the magicians of the like in, in the magic workshop that they have there, and uh, I say, can I borrow your uh, your equipment and facilities? I want to make a traveling set of uh magic creation uh tools and equipment so that out on the road when i learn when my skill advances and i'm able to make magic items i'll have my set of tools that i can make magic items and uh and i wait for the response i guess you're saying that that they'll say yeah sure go for it uh sure go for it (laughs) all right and so that satisfies the tool and facilities requirement and i and i front half the money Right, Correct. so it's, so it's a forty silver piece item. So I'm fronting twenty. Correct. Okay, and then you make your and roll. So now, and we'll see and what so happens. four days go by, and I make a roll. All right, that's correct. Here we go. What's it need? Is this a DC fifteen? It is a DC fourteen check. Ooh. Okay. Oh, this is good. I might miss it. We could find out. Yeah, the, there's some tension. Okay. You're gonna lose some money. You did not oh, lose some money. Oh, nice. It rolls a 15 plus 5 for a 20. So you have succeeded. So what that means is you may immediately finish the item right now. And if you want to finish it right now, you just spend two more gold pieces and you're done. Or if you want to spend extra days, you can spend extra days and spend less money to get the item complete right so rather than buy it for 40 i can make half of it and then bu- end up buying it for a total of 40 if or you want like to spend same all, thing or or i can use days. up my right yeah here, i'll tell and you so, what it or, is if you, if you want if you want to spend 12 days making it you only have to spend an extra four silver pieces um or you could spend 11 days six or eight or one. It's basically you'll save two silver pieces a day. So for every day you spend extra, you're going to save two silver pieces. So if you want to spend nine days creating those tools, you will spend a whopping two gold pieces up front. You'll save one gold piece in time, and then you will pay one gold piece. So instead of paying four gold pieces, you pay a whopping three gold pieces. Right. So like, so I have 12 days. I spend four to get to this point. So I have eight days left. 
and then each day is what it's on it's it's some chart and it's like and it's like a it, it's like a my daily work amount yeah, i have the chart yep i have the chart you you basically are getting a discount of, exactly and so 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 for my eight day, day. so my for my eight days left i get how many per day that at that times eight is what if you want to spend eight days then if you spent all eight days that you had left and spent 12 days total then you would only have to spend four silver pieces to finish it wow. right so i spent uh so i spent 20 silver to get to this point and i could just and, and having having gotten the ball rolling I just can work and work and work and work and work and spend an additional four. So it's 24 total. Correct. And then I, and so then I got my, uh, and then I got my tools. Correct. All right. So that sounds great. Let's do, do you that. Get a skill, do you right. get to rank up your skills or anything like that? Uh, is, no. <laughs> you get the satisfaction so my... of a job well done. <laughs> okay. So then on my character sheet here, I should, uh, Buy for a custom price, and that custom price is twenty-four, right? Correct. Right. You spend twenty-four silver to create your artist's tools, and I believe there's even a little checkbox in there where you could say crafted. All right. Next, during your time in the Grand Lodge, you are able to spend a lot of time with various members of the Pathfinder Society, and uh, during your time, each of you has some curious conversations with some of the other members as the Black Lodge is shrouded in mystery and not everyone knows everything about it. One day, while Thorgrin was just relaxing, a large man, one of the other Pathfinders, came up to him and he was saying, Oh, excuse me, good sir. I, I heard you did some excellent, excellent work with them goblins uh in the uh in the in the puddles district i heard you you were able to put on a play and do some amazing reconnaissance is, is that correct are you talking to me sir oh yes 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 yeah yes. fellow pathfinders he like whips out and shows you his uh his credentials and he, of course he also is yes, yes 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 well we did manage to quell a minor disturbance in that district and uh help to save many lives yes we are i oh. am one of many who are responsible for this great deed oh i heard i heard and is is it true that you're a member of the the black lodge mm, i'm not sure where you've heard of this so-called black lodge it's not common knowledge can you be more specific Oh, I've, I've, I've heard there's this new lodge. It seems to appear and disappear in times of need. I heard it came back and some people, some pathfinders have been initiated into the lodge. I was just curious, being a pathfinder, that's all we are here for is to gain knowledge, correct? And here we have a lodge that needs to have knowledge gathered on itself. Ha 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 ha. Well, I think that the uh, rumors might have run away in the city of this size. I'm not really sure if there's a Black Lodge, but um, if there was such a Black Lodge, uh, loose lips uh, do not help its cause in any way. He gives you like a nod and a wink. He says, 
Say no more, say no more. Wink, wink, nudge, <laughs> nudge. Uh, I think I know where you're coming from. Yes, yes. Uh, perhaps we should get an ale. Of course, of course, good sir. And he, of course, gets some ales at the bar. He just he's like, yes, yes. I, I've heard many things about that Black Lodge. I heard they, they use animals in their messages. And uh, I hear they make you get strange tattoos that you can only see in the moonlight. Is that true? Mm, again, sir, such things are not spoken of in public and in decency. I don't know why you're talking to me because I do not know such things, really. I would just enjoy your ale. I take a say big, no more, say big, no uh, more. A big chug, a big ale, and then put down the mug as in, and look at him in the eye as if I'm ready for another. Okay. It's Jason. Yes. Throughout, during your uh, stay in the lodge, a human female Pathfinder comes up to you and says, So I uh, heard you've been giving tours outside the city and uh, heard they haven't been going very well. It's the talk of the town, is it? That was one time, but uh, I had a little bit of trouble with these new surroundings. I'm usually quite, I'm usually much better in the with the in the woods. Well, it's not so much the talk of the town; it's more the talk of the lodge. It's uh, it's kind of funny. I mean, you're new and all. I mean, you're uh, recently joined Pathfinders. Uh, what what lodge are your members of, by the way? Um, currently we are. Unattached. We've been offered a few jobs, but we don't have a formal affiliation as of yet. Oh, shame. I, I heard that you were members of the Black Lodge. You know, the Black Lodge is it's fascinating, fascinating. I've always wanted to join it, but I can never find a way to get in or contact anyone or have any initiative into the Black Lodge. Uh, I heard the, I heard they do some pretty strange things. Are you a, you're a druid, right? Indeed I am. Um, I can't say specifically. We did have a strange encounter with a talking bird, but beyond that, I don't know. I don't know if this was actually a member of the Black Lodge or just someone pretending to be, or it could mean any number of things. Oh, really? Is that is it true? And she like leans over. She's like, I heard about that. I heard the Black Lodge uses animals as their messengers, and they they explode? Doesn't that bother you as a druid that they're killing animals? Well, I I, I assume such things aren't I, I assume if it's, a, if it's a Pathfinder Lodge, they're ultimately benevolent and they're not really harming animals. They've come up with some sort of other magics or something. Yes, yes, that's it. She's like perhaps they're teleporting them away and it's just a, an illusion that they're exploding in painful death what i hope to that's what i hope is happening so so you actually saw this it was like a bird you say a bird what did it did it talk to you or something um that's that is what appeared to happen oh it did appear to talk wow i've heard of that i've heard wizards sometimes do that that they will use their familiars when they're cooped up in solitude into deep meditation and thought that they'll use their familiars to go to the store and even buy them uh, groceries and so forth. But, huh, what a novel idea to use birds as a delivery mechanism. Fascinating, there, fascinating. There are all manners of, of interesting magic in the world. Mm, mm. And, and I produce, I do a little bit of produce flame on the fingertips just to embellish it a little bit. 
She's like, oh, excellent. That's so much fun. Well, nice talking to you. Good luck on the rest of your tours. Try not to paint any dogs as... Uh, don't try not to paint one any time. dogs. One time. That happened one time. <laughs> and pretend they're baby dragons. <laughs> Don't try to paint any any donkeys and pretend they're zebras. That never happened. <laughs> but, th but thank you. <laughs> Nick's Knox, throughout the week of the Lodge, you bump into another fellow goblin who's also a Pathfinder. And then he uh, he wants to chat you up a little. And he's says, ah, I, I heard all about your adventures with the goblins. I, I heard that you put on an amazing play. Uh, Nick Knox uh, looks up from his newly crafted uh, uh, magic item creating tools and goes, huh, what, 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 who are you? Why are you bothering me? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to step on your toes. I am, I'm Toad Splat. And I am a newly appointed member of Pathfinder Society Lodge as well. And I heard that you managed to go on an expedition recently with goblins and put on a play. That sounds like so much fun. Nix Knox uh, puts away his tools, gets within a half an inch of this goblin's face. His eyes uh, start to glow red and flame a bit. Yes, yes, it was fun. And I try to intimidate the hell out of him. Wow, really? <laughs> That's so mean. He seems oblivious. He's like, oh, really? That does sound like fun. Tell me, what was the play about? Were, were you a brave goblin hero? Or perhaps a brave goblin princess? Or perhaps a brave goblin knight? Uh, he sh uh, uh, Nixox shrugs it off. He's like, oh, that's interesting. He totally resisted my intimidation. <laughs> How odd! <laughs> and, he, and he sort of, uh, and he sort of grins to himself and he says, "Oh no, what was what part was I? Uh, I think I was a bard of some sort. I had a singing role." Oh, that sounds so much fun! I wish, I wish I got to go on adventures like that. Most of my adventures involve lots of running and hiding and trying not to be eaten. That is very interesting. We have a lot in common with that. Like what is like and, and uh, tell me some of your hiding techniques. Oh, yes. My hiding techniques involve running away really really fast. Really? Huh. Uh normally if you run, you can't hide. So which is it? Oh, I run and then I hide behind my other party members and I attack from the rear. You hide behind your other party members. Yes, yes. They they don't mind. They're big and strong and full of metal. I'm small and weak. I have little magics. Is he taller than me or shorter than me? He's like shorter than you. He's an itty bitty goblin. Good. I said, oh, that is very interesting. I would love it if you would demonstrate. And he's like, oh, uh, okay. And he just sort of shows you how he runs and hides behind other furniture and he says see this is my party member i hide here and i poke around and i flame on right here and he's like doing little prestidigitation like little cantrips to show you how he would uh, cast the spells uh so i evaluate i, I evaluate him on that like a it, like, like i do a, a a mental critique and uh, uh comparing my skill to his and uh how good is he at it he's fine i mean you are more about the hiding and trying not to be seen. He's more about the human shield and using them as soft cover. 
Uh, is it is it obvious that I can give him a, a a tip or two, or does it look like he might have something he could teach me? Uh, no. I mean, you 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 couldn't have know about it. You know about this, like obviously standing in front of someone gives you some cover from being attacked. This is a pretty well known fact. Uh, all right, I say, ah, that is pretty good. That is pretty good. Here, watch me. Boom, and I go and I uh, uh, move behind something and I hide. <laughs> He's like, "Ooh, very, very impressive!" And you like become so still. He's like, "Oh, I can barely see you. That must come in handy in the middle of battle where there's lots of chaos and things going on. It must be very difficult for them to find you." Ah, yes, it, it, it that is exactly what I want. And I love your press of digitation. Here, I can do that too. And I create some balls and start to juggle them. Okay. Well, we're going to have Mr. Toad Splat and Nick's Knox going back and forth, comparing their notes of how best to hide, whether it's hide in plain sight or hide behind shadows and other large items. Yeah. Then if we're, if, if we're if we're drifting away off of us two, I absolutely challenge him to a game of hide and seek, and we do that for a while. If, okay, he, if, he's, guys, if, he, if he's up for it, sure. Oh yeah, you guys <laughs> spend like the rest of the week hiding and seeking throughout the lodge, and just become fast friends. As to you're always trying to one up each other with different hiding techniques, and you learn a little bit, a little bit from him by hiding not just in crevices, but even using existing items sort of to hide in plain sight as opposed to just hiding in shadows, which you seem to like to do. He's uh, good at hiding behind large objects, which effectively does the same thing. Awesome. Now, Mr. Peepers. Mr. Peepers, who's hanging around the lodge, a tall elf comes up to Mr. Peepers and says, So I've heard you had an exciting adventure off with the goblins oh yes yes the goblins they had alligator problems big alligator problems but we dealt with it and we found a wonderful elaborate sewer system underneath it was kind of neat we got to see a, a, a boat that was in the sewers and oh it was wonderful yeah we also performed for the goblins yeah they're, mm. they, they, they hold us in very high regards in our thespian skills Fascinating. You are new to the Pathfinder Society, no? Uh, yeah, I keep uh, joining and then I have to uh, re, uh, reapply and then create a new... Um, well, I just have to keep rejoining for various reasons from place to place as I move. I, can't, I, I guess I forget my credentials, you know. Mmm, excellent. That sounds exactly like the type of person I'm looking for. So, uh, I heard you're members of uh, the Shadow Lodge, you and your little group there. Don't worry, I know all about it. It's not a secret. Well, I mean, I mean, I am unaware of any Shadow Lodge, or would I be disclosed to discuss if, in fact, mm. Shadow Lodge existed? So, I mean, mm. he, he, he looks disappointed at you when you say that. He goes, I see. You're going to be like that. Well, if one was a member of the Shadow Lodge, myself and my associates would be very interested in talking to someone like yourself who's interested in 
Well, let's just say more than this. Well, I'm a member of the Shadow Lodge. Oh, okay. We thought so. I didn't want to be talking to someone out of turn. Oh, no, no. Me and the Shadow Lodge, we go way back. Yeah, I know. I was there from the founding. Oh, yeah. I'm your guy. Mm. Excellent, excellent. Well, you know, I heard there's a new venture captain assigned to the Shadow Lodge, but no one seems to know his name or her name. If you uh, could find out that information, I'd be very interested if you catch my drift. Um, yeah, I mean, sure, why not? I don't see any harm in telling you. Why not? I mean, you're a Pathfinder, right? You don't know the Yeah, he is. You don't know the name, by the way. You don't know his name. Sure, yeah, no yeah. One, no one knows the Venture yeah, Captain. I figured that it would dovetail into that. Well, I'd be most curious, as with others, as all the other lodges are public information, yet the Shadow Lodge seems to almost exist with its own rules. That doesn't seem fair now, does it? Well, it's not so bad. I mean, as long as we're able to make up the rules as we go, it's it's pretty easy with us. So that's kind of how we we like to play it that way. Hmm, fascinating. Well, I'll tell you what. And he flips a small token out of his hand and hands it over to you and says, If you ever find out your venture captain's name, or if you're in the lodge and find an interesting trinket or other item and want to pocket it, I'd be very curious in procuring that from you later, if you don't mind. We're all Pathfinders, after all. Sure. Why not? I mean, doesn't... I mean, what kind of curio are we talking about? Do you want just, like, a little dust bunny or something? Or are we talking about, like, a house key or what? Something pertaining to the lodge itself. I'm sure when you're there... Assuming you're allowed to go to the Shadow Lodge, you would know what it is when you see it. Anything attached to the Lodge itself that you would not normally find out in the world would be most curious for us. Okay. Daddy, he hands over the little token, and it seems to glow a little. Uh, he does not detect uh, magic on that because he doesn't have that ability. But... He can use a lore ability. In fact, I believe he is going to. You, let's see, I don't know. You do, you roll. You I know. do the roll. You look at it real quick. It'll take you 10 minutes, but you realize that this is a token that would allow you to sort of use message or something similar. Okay. And it looks like it's basically like a, it's basically a way to get in contact with him. And he looks at you and says, my name is Onyx Bane. Just use this token when you are in procurement of that information, and I will show up wherever you are, and we could do some business together, I'm sure. Sounds great. I don't see any problem with this. This is easy. I knew you would do well, Mr. Peepers. You seem to have the moral flexibility that our people found most curious and necessary for this job. <laughs> More flexibility? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> exactly. Well, with that, I'll be off. Do keep an ear to the ground and keep me abreast of any goings on. See you later, pal. All too easy. 
You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Tales from the Black Lodge. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember if the GM asks, are you sure? You're already dead.